Hello and welcome to Shield Bash. I am Britt, your GM, and to my right. I guess eventually I'm on your right. Exactly. Uh, this is Pete, your neighborhood meta. And thank God, fortunately for us, off mic, we have Jason taking care of the sound. With only the two of us really talking today, though, that can only mean one thing. You're going to have a lot of dead air. <laughs> no. What it means is we uh, go a little deeper with one particular character today. Uh, Jarwin? Not Jarwin. <laughs> but we do this in a particular way. Using a particular website, the 100 Most Important Things to Know About Your Character... I think uh, I think we've established that we can probably put that address out somewhere. Multimedia or in the description. Yeah, we're going to put it in the description. And so that way you will have access to it easily. But these questions go range from the superficial to the very, very personal. And uh, we had good time doing that with Jason for Tam. So now, today, it's Meta's turn. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, Meta. Pete, how much do you know about Meta, do you think? Well, um, I've actually got a lot of these questions filled in. So, I'd say, oh, about 55, 60% of these S- questions. 60%? Can you BS your way through the rest of them? Oh, I can BS. Okay. Let's uh, do what we do. We're going to roll a D100 and... Uh, Look for that corresponding number on this uh, page and ask that question. Ready? All righty. Here goes. 57. And if you ever need help with your math, just let me know. Thanks, Pete. I knew I can count on you. 57 is, do you have a spouse or significant other? She does not. Okay, so that leaves off the part B. Kind of boring answer. Yeah, well. Did you ever? She has not, actually. Her life has not led her in a position where that's been feasible. She w- she technically was promised to somebody, Oh, but has not happened. Really? Interesting. All right. I think that's enough on that one. Next. 19. 19 reads, where did you learn most of your skills and other abilities? Um, a large portion of her teachings was at home in the tribal aspect, as far as her knowledge of nature and plants and dealing with animals and uh, healing. She was being groomed to be taking over the healer aspect of her tribe. Some of the stuff that she's learned, she learned in uh, Medio Galta in her short stay there. But a good chunk of uh, what her class aspects are were kind of granted to her by her religious affiliations and her beliefs. So, almost a shamanistic approach? Why, yes. <laughs> she, she might happen to be a shaman, yes. <laughs> Possible, huh? <laughs> All right. Here we go again. 32. Which reads, What is your greatest regret? Her greatest regret is the death of her brother that she blames herself for. Hmm. Tell me more. What do you want to know? Because some of these other questions would actually answer that. <laughs> All right. You want to wait on it then? No. Just what is it? What expounding do you want? <sighs> well, regrets are a really big thing, especially in character development. There's so many characters out there that are orphans and blah, 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 blah. 
What is it that you're talking about in particular? Well, her brother, I don't know how much the listeners know about changelings, but typically they are found orphans out in the wild. And uh, so she's not a blood relative of her brother, but she was adopted. Uh-huh. Her brother has been there growing up. They grew up side by side. Um, he was being groomed to take over the chieftain spot, and he ended up encountering a poison that she was unable to cure and her mother, who is the current uh, healer of the tribe, was unable to cure, and he ended up dying, which is, she blames herself for not curing him. Uh-huh. Coincidentally, that was spider vine poison. Oof. And if I'm not mistaken, that's what kind of led you to, was it Medi- Mediagalt? She wasn't specifically going to Mediagalta, but that's where she ended up. But while she was there, she was studying poisons, right? Yes, yeah. extensively. Yeah. And more specifically, spider vine poison extensively, which is how she ended up getting her immunity to it. Not gonna let that happen again kind of attitude, huh? More or less. Uh-huh. Gotcha. All right, so here we go again. That's a 30 even. Not too far from where we were. Who has had the most influence on you? These last two questions, by the way, are under part three. Past influences, in case you were wondering. Well, growing up, her parents had pretty much the most influence on her. Her mom, as far as uh, what it is to be a healer in the tribe and what their role is. Dad, as far as the sense of honor and nobility and honesty. And then, more recently, Tam has had a rather large influence on Meta's development. Good old Tam. (laughs) Jason's giving thumbs up. Love it. All right, here we go again. 74. That is under likes and dislikes. And it says, what if anything do you like to read? The majority of her reading has been research on poisons and diseases and stuff like that. Because they don't have a whole lot of books in her tribe. But uh, after meeting Tam, she did pick up a Pathfinder Chronicle and read a little bit about Tam's uncle. Ah. That Tam's a popular gal, whether she likes it or not, huh? <laughs> so, um, not a whole lot of periodicals, but the Pathfinder Chronicles a little bit, huh? Pretty much. All right. All right. I imagine, yeah, I, uh, she she came from a jungle sort of environment, right? Yeah, from uh, deep in the Mwangi Expanse. Right. Not a whole lot of libraries there. All right. Here we go again. 64. 64 is under the relationships with others category. If you died or went missing, who would miss you? I would like to think that a certain Tam Westcrown might miss Meta, <laughs> but uh, technically, as far as that goes, she's gone missing from her home already. So there's a chance, likelihood, that her parents and her tribe would probably be missing her because she kind of left in the middle of the night. Under the cover of darkness. so yeah some of these questions i think we encountered this with tim when we were doing this some of these aren't going to be totally pertinent but we'll muddle through because of their situation currently all right here we go again oh oh, keep it in the box that is a 56 same number out of the box all right 56 is under relationships with others it asks who are your friends Do you have a best friend? And describe these people. (laughs) Well, there's this chick that looks like a man that is a chick. Um, 
If she had to have a best friend right now, it would probably be tied between Cicero, her flowering lattice, uh-huh. and Tam Westcrown. Uh-huh. Both have their uses in combat, one more so than the other. <laughs> Any other favorites in the in the party? Um, beyond that, she's intrigued by Artemis. She's kind of disgusted by Jarwin. Uh-huh. And the snake monk kind of intrigues her. Okay. Ronan's just an odd duck. <laughs> odd frog. And she does not like that Pezcock. That Pezcock is a goofy, goofy guy. No doubt about it. Yeah, well, and his infatuation with the assassins doesn't help. No, because, uh, yeah, reasons. Maybe we'll discover those today. All right, here we go again. That looks like a 31? Is that a 3? <laughs> the blood spatter is kind of messing with me a little bit. Yes, I would say that's 31. Okay, let's go with that. 31, again, under past influences. What do you consider your greatest achievement so far? I added this so far. Ooh, that's kind of a tricky one, huh? That is a kind of a tricky one. I suppose uh, so far her greatest achievement is she f- would consider her immunity to spider vine poison being her greatest achievement so far. Which comes in handy if you're dealing in poisons and cures, right? It gives her hope that she might be able to prevent any other from her tribe falling victim to that poison. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to make a connection with someone other than her tribe and continue that connection is probably a decent achievement of hers as well. I see, because uh, her tribe probably didn't deal a whole lot with uh, outsiders very much, huh? Other than some trading, that'd be about it. Hmm. Good point. Good point. Alright. You ready for another one? Alright. Here it goes. That's a 40. On the nose. And that's under beliefs and opinions. I think that's a new category. Are you basically optimistic or pessimistic? Meta is, at heart, an optimist. Believes everybody and everything can be saved. Everybody and everything. Unless she, you know, stabilizes it and then some asshole <laughs> shoot a girl's it. <laughs> that has happened a couple times, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's pretty op- optimistic, I would say. Here goes. 29. That is past influences. First question in that category. What do you consider the most important event of your life so far? Now that would probably circle back to the brother's death. I mean, it's what caused her to leave the tribe, trying to seek some kind of uh, recompense or, uh, oh, what's the word? Find her way to come to terms with it or closure. Closure, yeah, yeah. Well, certainly that was a life-changing event for her. She had no ambition to leave, I imagine. No, um, not prior to that. And then uh, it kind of set everything in motion that got her to Media Galta, got her to the island now. So, yeah, it's been a pretty big driving force for her. Mm-hmm. And it kind of helps influence her thinking everything can be saved, stabilized. <laughs> oh, I cringe every time I hear it. <laughs> Here goes. Uh, 97. That's way down there. It is. Did you make it that far? On uh, my pre-formatted <laughs> answers? No, I did not. <laughs> All right, this section's called Self-Images and Etc. 
and uh, 97 reads, what is the one thing for which you would most like to be remembered after your death? I remember Tam answering this one. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I believe Tam wants to be uh, remembered in the Chronicles as doing something heroic or something. Mm-hmm. More than a footnote. <laughs> I think Meta would be more of a, I guess, kind of along the same lines as far as her- heroism, but more she did something to save the people that she cares about, or not even just that, but she saved something in a fashion that caused people to rethink their prejudices. Makes a lot of sense. And, you know, just out of curiosity, uh, along those lines, if she ever gets off this island, does she plan to return home? Well, um, I don't remember if anyone remembers all the way back to episode one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, <laughs> that, when she got on the ship, um, that was her goal, was to head back home. Okay. After being gone for several, essentially several years, she uh, got run out of Bidio Galta and decided maybe it's time to return home. Ah, uh, that's where the, yeah, okay, I remember. <laughs> All right, uh, next one, here goes. That looks like a 19, but we already did that one, didn't we? Yep. Reroll. 96. 96 reads, if you knew you were going to die in 24 hours. Name three things that you would do in the time you had left. Hmm. We can only put that in this, you know, current timeline, right? Yeah. Uh, currently, I think the first thing she would do would be pray. Fair enough. Uh, pray to Absu for her soul and those that she leaves behind. Probably the next thing she would do would be to try to convince Tam to take Cicero. Mm-hmm. And then whatever time she's got left, she would probably at this point spend communing with the... Because we are in a forest, and she would ask Tam to join her for that. But not a whole lot that she would be going out and trying to hurry up and get done. No unfinished projects that she could take care of right here, right now, huh? Nope. The only unfinished thing would be uh, reconciling with uh, her tribe, which she can't do on this island. Yeah, can't do that here. No, nope, that makes sense. All right, here goes. 33. 33 says, What is the most evil thing you have ever done? Uh, that's got to be an interesting answer for Meta. <laughs> um, it is from her time in Media Galta. The most evil thing that she considers that she has ever done is knowing about an assassination and knowing how to prevent it and standing idly by and letting it happen. Because she felt she didn't have a choice. That was once in Media Galta, and after that she started intervening, and that's kind of why she had to leave. Hmm. Can you can you tell us the, the first victim? Was that somebody she liked or disliked? It was someone that she never, ever met. She just knew uh, it was happening because one of the Red Mantis was boasting about their new job. They were a fresh Red Mantis, and mm-hmm. they swiped some poison from her lab. Oh, and went out and killed the guy. Oh, so it got personal that way. That makes sense. All right. So she, by not acting, that is correct. By not preventing it, by not doing anything to stop it. Interesting. I like it. Next, sixty-eight. Sixty-eight is under relationships. Do you like interacting with large groups of people? Why or why not? 
She's not opposed to interacting with large groups, but it does make her a little uneasy being that outnumbered. Never know who all is there, what their true intentions are, but she realized that it is part of being outside of the tribal community that there are going to be large groups that you have to deal with on a time-to-time basis. So is it more or less the unknown factor of a large group? I mean, with her own tribe, she knows everybody, right? That's a large part of it. The other part is you never know who's a Red Mantis assassin. Ooh, yep, yep. Going back to that. In this portion of the world, they're kind of everywhere, aren't they? So it would seem. (laughs) They randomly board the boat you're on. (laughs) They join you on the island. It seems like they're following you. (laughs) You meet some half-crazed bird fucker, and he sings their praises. (laughs) Yeah. 94. I don't think we did that one yet. We do not. Or, we did not. You're getting a lot of these high numbers on me. I guess. I, I, not on purpose. Where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, the worst interview question ever. Well, me as a player, I see myself <laughs> still uh, playing this uh, campaign. Uh, <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Meta sees herself being, at least having made it home by then, and seeing what kind of reception awaits her she expects to be off this island before that time and continuing on home yeah at this point uh of recording this yeah there's light at the end of the tunnel there soon maybe there'll be a light in the lighthouse it's gonna need a little work though anyway so hopefully heading home do you plan to take your place as shaman someday she expects that eventually that will be the case when her mom passes and everything because as far as she's aware, there was no one else being currently groomed for the position. Mm-hmm. And while she doesn't specifically understand that she's adopted, um, she realizes that being their child, it is her role as the female. Okay, now let me ask you this, because um, I know those are lower number questions and we're going off course a little bit here, but I just, I'm just curious. She is a leshy, correct? No, she is a changeling. She's a changeling, okay. And yeah, the rest of her tribe is human? That is correct. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, you don't usually have a whole colony of changelings, do you? (laughs) Not typically. No, okay. So, here goes again. Three. What is your favorite color? No. Who are, were your parents? Well, like I said, sometimes they don't necessarily. (laughs) That's all right. Her father um, is Kunat. He is a chieftain. Of the tribe, in the Ingali tribe in the jungle of Mwangi. Uh, mother is Mpadi, M-P-A-A-D-I. Ooh. And she is the current mystical shaman of the tribe. Mm-hmm. Had a brother. Any other siblings? Nope, no other siblings. Okay. Yeah, I guess that answers that question. I think so. Let's do another. One. Now we're talking. What is your full name? <laughs> what's the... We know the first name. You said you had a tribal name off air. What's that? Her name is Meta, just plain out Meta, but in the tribal aspect, it's of Ngali. Yeah. N-G-A-L-I. So Meta of Ngali is her quote-unquote full name. Makes sense to me. I like it. 58... Did 57. That's pretty close, but this is a different question altogether. So, 58. Have you ever been in love? If so, describe what happened. 
romantic love no not really not yet the closest thing um is the potential aspect i don't know what's going on with her and tam right now <laughs> familiar love she's got her tribal mates that she's in love with that's pretty much all she's got on that aspect i mean she's younger for adult race how old is she we never really talk about that uh she is 17 17 all right she left home uh let's see if she's 17 she would have left home about three years ago just before making adulthood oof rough so i mean she was raised in the tribe and then she left and has been studying the poisons and trying to figure out a way to not have that issue come up again. Mm-hmm. All right. Next. 50. Uh, do you have any biases or prejudices? Um, well, we know a little bit about one. Uh, the main one that she's got is uh, she's very much against the Red Mantis assassins. <sighs> is it just because they're evil? <laughs> that's, that's part of it. Part I of mean, it? Yeah, okay. Uh, that's the main part of it. I mean, watching uh, how they operate in Mindy Agalta with uh, contracts and killing people and just for the reason of they were asked to kill someone. It's not even that the person's a bad person. It's, hey, this guy's in my way. Would you go kill him for me? Sure. That'll be two silver. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or, you know what? I don't like him either. Handshaking. We'll call it good. But uh, she very much is against murder and that kind of thing. So, yeah, she doesn't see them as being redeemable. One of the few things in the world that she's encountered that she doesn't think can be redeemed. Interesting. So optimistic, mostly, until we get to Red Manus Assassins. And then it's, sorry about your luck, son. All right, here goes. 94. You already asked that. Oh, yeah, that was a stupid interview question. Let's uh, go with 34. Did I already get that one? You did not. All right, well, let's do that one then. What do you think? Do you have a criminal record of any kind? Officially speaking, um, in Mindia Galta, she does. Yeah, being run out of town like that. By thwarting an assassination of the Red Mantis assassins. And totally disrupting business. Exactly. (laughs) So, in your homeland, you're fine, right? Yeah, in my homeland, there's no criminal, at least not that I'm aware of. (laughs) Maybe when you get back. (laughs) Next. 72. What's that one look like? 72 is under likes and dislikes. What's your favorite color? (laughs) I was joking about that one a minute ago. (laughs) Well, as a player, that would be orange because I can see it pretty well. (laughs) But I would say Meta's favorite color is probably going to be silver because of... uh, her religion. It's silver. All right. And she follows. She follows. She follows Apsu. Apsu. The good dragon god. Oh, yeah. And her uh, elemental spit thing that populated because of her religion in her mind. Um, it's based off of the metallic. What? <laughs> the what? The uh, elemental spit ability that she has. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Patui. That's from a feat called Eldrick, Eldritch Heritage. I see, but she thinks because she follows Silver Dragon. Yes, she believes it's uh, given to her by Apsu, and it's <laughs> the ability given uh, in regards to the silver metallic dragons. Uh, that's some nice flavor. I like it. 
Yeah. I remember, God, was it first editions? Advanced Dungeons and Dragons? The, the silver dragon listed in the monster manual was called Ceno Ducks. I don't know why I remember that kind of thing, because that was 30 years ago. So there were, there were no ducks around where he no, was, was born? D-U-X. No, yeah. It's weird. Anyway, at least I think that's what it was. Maybe that was the gold. I don't remember. Uh, next question. Did we do, Pete, 68? We did not. All right, let's do it. Yes, we did. <sighs> Liar. I was looking at the wrong question. Yep. Okay. 53. Sounds familiar. Uh, um, no, we haven't done that one. Let's see it on my list. We'll see. How does that one go? In general... How do you treat others? Politely, rudely, or by keeping them at a distance, etc., etc.? Does your treatment of them change depending on how well you know them? And if so, how? Hmm. It's kind of a detailed question. Well, for the first part, I would say, in general, Meta would treat people politely, maybe at a distance as far as personal information, but treat them politely and try to get them to help and do what she wants now granted her opinion of them does change if uh, you know they worship the red mantis assassins <laughs> just slightly <laughs> or uh, if they are promiscuous she may not have them as such high regard really doesn't like being hit on is that your tommy uh more of the let's go in the woods and make whoopee <laughs> while the frog watches <laughs> <laughs> poor poor jarwin <laughs> But, I mean, she's still, he's still one of her teammates. She still values his abilities and his insight. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Making rude gestures off to the side. Anything else that, to add to that, Pete? I mean, yeah, for the most part, I would say she keeps people a little bit of a distance as far as personal information, but treats them politely as she can. Yeah, seems to be about right to me. All right. 24? Did we do that? We did not. Okay. Like I said, trying to keep track, but uh, so many questions. As a child, what kinds of personality traits did you display? Were you a tomboy? <laughs> I would say not particularly. Um, she was not the strongest person in the bunch, for sure. Mm -hmm. She did, I mean, enjoy going out and exploring the wilderness, like playing games with her brother and the other kids in the tribe mm -hmm. but she was more of a wise soul than they were like you know hey look this is poisonous let's not touch it <laughs> helpful but <laughs> also as far as learning stuff it did take her a little longer than the average person to catch on but for the most part i mean just like any other kid all right other than you know claws well, yeah, there is that. And and how did those come about? Classability? No, that's uh, race. Oh, that's right. That's she right. was born with them. Okay. All right. Since we're talking about traits, would you care to reveal what traits you've selected for Meta as a character? I think uh, we already covered some of it, but uh, I've got uh, Blood of Dragons, which gives me a boost to perception based off of having dragon blood in my veins. Mm-hmm. Um, boarded in Midia Galta, which is a campaign, campaign trait. trait. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Gives me poison resistance and immunity to spider vine poison. Which fits in nicely with your backstory. 
Then I've got Jungle Walker. Gives me plus two survival checks in jungles. Mm-hmm. And I have a drawback. Ooh, do tell. I am overprotective. That way I can exploit it. Overprotective. <laughs> if any of my allies go unconscious from hit point damage, I take negative two to pretty much all d20 rolls as long as I'm more than ten feet away from them. Ooh, interesting. And that lasts until I get within ten feet or they get back up. Huh. Um, I didn't write it down, but I believe if they actually die completely, it changes to a different drawback. Hmm. All right. Well, hopefully we don't have to explore that anytime soon. <laughs> All right. Next. Fifteen. Something new, right? Um, 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 um. Growing up is this section. How would you describe your childhood in general? Um, as far as her earliest recollection, she's always been with the tribe, so... Um, her childhood has been pretty laid back. Um, you got, you have to learn what plants will kill you and what won't, and uh, especially with the shaman aspect, learning how to treat different wounds, different types of things. Communal group going out and hunting and gathering and working together. A lot of time to play with the other kids in the tribe, but it was more of a learning play. It was go out and find these plants. They look like this, and it's. Hide and seek with plants. Oh. <laughs> so was it uh, uh, your mother's insight that made it into a game? Do you think, or yeah, I mean, you got to, especially with little kids, you got to make uh, it fun for them, even if you are trying to teach them something. Sure, sure. It's like we don't start a fire and say, "All right, everyone, stick your hand in there, see what happens." <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah, silliness there, but. Uh, yeah, uh, you you got to motivate them somehow, right? Yeah. All right, next. Nine. Do you have any allergies, diseases, or other physical weaknesses? Um, she is a bit frail as far as musculature. She is not used to lifting heavy things. Uh-huh. Does that interpret to or translate into a, uh, a low con score? No, strength. Low strength score, okay. Uh, strength of seven. <coughs> yeah, it's kind of frail. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. That's so why it took to level four to get a positive modifier, <laughs> or a non-negative, not even positive, non-negative modifier on melee. I made plus zero to hit. Well, thank God you made it this far, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a reason I don't do much in melee. <laughs> and you're all armored up. Yeah. Yep. And I'm slow as fuck. Yeah, does take a while. Next... 47? Did we do that one yet? Uh, I don't think so. We have not. Alright. Fresh territory. Do you believe in the existence of soulmates and or true love? Hmm. Meta does. Meta believes that there is the right person out there for everybody. And while secret circumstances may require you to marry someone else for tribal benefit, there is still a soulmate out there for you. I see. So, tell me this. You said you were promised to somebody at one point, tribally? Yes. Tribally. Is that a word? I don't know. So, that leads me to believe that uh, prearranged marriages in this tribe uh, seems very, very political. For Is the, that a fair assessment? Yeah. I mean, as far as the chiefs and the shaman's uh, offspring, uh-huh. It is a political thing. Okay. As far as the generic tribal child, it's not so much. Okay. Well, tell me this. Were you promised to somebody 
within your own tribe, or were they trying to marry you off to another tribe? Oh, I've been promised to a different tribe. Okay, okay. Yeah, not unlike a feudal-type system, huh? Pretty much. Interesting. Next. Eleven. Pretty sure we have not done that one. We have not. All right. Eleven reads, what does your voice sound like? (laughs) Give us your meta voice. Hello, this is meta. I'm sure I sound a lot different than I think I do. (laughs) That's pretty close to the beat voice, but you you do put in the effort. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. How would you describe meta's voice? Well... Pretty close to the Pete voice, but uh, taking the edge off. Fair enough. Okay. One more. We got time for one more, right? 95. If you could choose, how would you want to die? I remember, I think, Tam had this one as well. Jason's nodding. (laughs) Now, that's a bit of a tough one. Um, and I'm sure this is shocking. It's not one I had pre-answered. Yeah, it is pretty far down on the list. <laughs> Surrounded by loved ones and a time of peace would pretty much be her ideal way to go out. Old age, she's had years to pass on her knowledge of the world and how to raise the tribe up and all that. Um, and just passing on the torch kind of thing would be her ideal way to pass on. That makes sense. Because that's probably what she's witnessed so far or at least been ingrained with so far this whole idea of perpetuation of the tribe yeah yeah that makes sense i like it all right 46 in your opinion what is the most evil thing any human being could do i don't think it's really specific to human beings but i would say meta's response is torturing somebody would be the most evil thing that somebody could do. Not a fan of torture. She would put that even above the Red Mantis. Hmm. So straight out killing is okay. No. <laughs> but it's less evil. Less evil. Gotcha. Alright, I can, I can understand that. 17. That sounds fresh. Is it? It's a new one, but it's... Uh, has she had any schooling? Because the question is, how much schooling have you had? And my, I guess we could... Uh, Official in-school schooling? No. Yeah, formal, I think, is the word we could yeah. throw in there. It doesn't sound like a... Uh, yeah. Sounds yeah. like a no. No formal schooling. Right? Everything you know, the tribe has taught you. Or trial and error. Or you've researched yourself. <laughs> right. Makes sense. Jason, how are we doing on time, do you think? So we got time for plenty more. All right. Uh, did we do 60 yet, Pete? I don't see it. We have not. All right. How close are you to your family? I'd say pretty close, just off the top of my head. I would say not as close as she used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Proximity-wise right now, sure. <laughs> I mean, she's had no contact with them in three years. But before, I mean, it's a small tribe. They did everything together. So they were pretty close. And then when her brother died and she left, yeah, there might be some hard feelings there. Oh, I see. So it was uh, one a direct result of the other? Yeah, she left because of her brother's death. Okay. 
So was it like a next day scenario or? Like that night. They hadn't even buried him yet. Oh, wow. Yeah, I imagine there would be some hard feelings there. Or Do, do they bury him there or in the tribe or do they uh, do the funeral pyre kind of thing? I would say they probably do the funeral pyre. Okay, that's kind of what I was guessing. Interesting. So next, uh, that same night, I'm out. Yeah, mom's not going to like it. <laughs> Dad's not going to like it. Next nine. Yep. Let's just do. Let's just do eight, because I'm tired of rolling already. To which social class do I belong? <laughs> there you go. Sort of a ruling class, right? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it's a tribal, societal class, the Ingali tribe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the ruling aspect of them. So. Well, I mean, in your tribe, your mom, dad. You yourself, your brother, have a certain amount of deference, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, technically, I would be a princess of the tribe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An adopted princess, but right. princess nonetheless. How does your tribe rank with other Mwangi, do you think? Other than uh, border disputes or trade, they don't really interact much with the other tribes. Um, as far as the marrying me, marrying me off to them, uh-huh. it's... Uh, a trade route aspect. Ah. They want to be able to trade with the next tribe past them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So having our tribes combined uh, by marriage, they have free rights to move on through that region. Makes sense. Expansion without war. That's kind of cool. Good thinking. Next, what do you believe makes a successful life? Everyone makes mistakes. It boils down to live the best way you can try not to you know murder hobo too many people stabilize (laughs) just try to help out those you meet try to leave less of a wake of death and destruction in your life this is the way (laughs) (laughs) but as long as you leave life better than you found it You've loved a decent life. Sounds good. Two. I think that's fresh. Where and when were you born? Well, we kind of already answered that. Uh, to your knowledge, anyway. About 17 years ago, <laughs> Meadow was born in the Mwangi Expanse by a hag and was abandoned in the forest. And that's where the tribe found her. It was, she was abandoned in their territory. So they were out on a panther hunt, and they came across this child squalling in the undergrowth, and they took it home. Kind of a a jungle book kind of thing, almost. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. The opposite of a jungle book sort of thing. (laughs) Five? Where do you live now? With whom? Describe that place and the person, (laughs) people. Well, if you listen to episode whatever, yeah, you kind of already know most of that. Yeah, she was living in Midia Galta uh-huh. with murderers and assassins and Tam. <laughs> 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 and uh, that did not end well. <laughs> so now she's, you know, wandering around this island with murderers, assassins, and Tam. <laughs> <laughs> so you're moving the ride on up, aren't you? <laughs> Next, uh, did we do 12? We did not. What words and or phrases do you use frequently? 
stabilize. Stabilize. <laughs> yeah. You don't have a catchphrase other than that, though, do you? Uh, obscuring mist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's gaining traction. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of handy. <laughs> Fog clouds right there coming along too. Uh, forty-four. Did we do that? I think we did forty-five. What are your views on sex? Let's talk about sex, baby. I'm sorry, I won't do that again. Meta's views on sex are uh, pretty conservative. You, in her mind, should not just be going out and plowing every hole you come encounter with. She believes it should be saved for marriage, for your soulmate, whichever comes first. But it's one of those things where every time you mate, you trade a piece of your soul with their soul, and they're part of you forever. Metaphysical there, huh? Man, that's deep. (laughs) Jason's smiling over there. He he caught it. (laughs) She's kind of curious how much the soul Jarwin still has at this (laughs) point. That's a good question, too. <laughs> uh, too bad there isn't a, a box to check for that. Yeah. Soul. What's your soul score? All right, next. 70? Have not done that one. All right. Yelp, too? Sure. Okay, what is or are your favorite hobbies and pastimes? Does Meta play Pathfinder? She does not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she she plays taxes and careers. <laughs> Oof. That sounds rough. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened to that form 1095. <laughs> Roll a 20. Roll a 20. <laughs> no, uh, hobbies, pastimes. Um, she really doesn't have a whole lot. She's kind of been single-minded most of her uh, well, all of her adult life, but in the tribe, she, I guess she did have uh, a hobby as far as uh, plants and stuff like that goes. That's how she came across Cicero. The More along the lines of just learning more about the world and nature and um, talking to the aura, the spirits around everything. Communing. Which kind of goes with the Ringel condition aspect. She believes that all afflictions have a evil spirit or a bad spirit affecting people, and that's why they're being affected. We've mm-hmm. only really seen it, I think, in the game once so far, but her diplomatizing uh, bad aspects away, that's what she's doing. She's talking to the bad spirit inside the person and trying to convince them to leave. So, sort of a, um, what you call, um, exorcism. Pretty much. All right. Interesting. 77. <laughs> We have, yeah, we have not done that one. <laughs> not, not, not here. Not now. 77 says, how do you typically spend your Saturday night? Well, <laughs> lately it's, uh, you know, rains <laughs> at 2 o'clock. And <laughs> so shower to every Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Wander around an island, try to get Tam to stop killing shit. You know, it's standard. The good old days, yeah. Now, but what uh, about in Medigault? In Medigault, um... Duh. Yeah, I always leave off the tuh, sorry. I would say a typical Saturday night, she'd uh, pack up uh, her research shit and try to avoid uh, getting killed by the Red Mantis. And <laughs> Good times. Chat with Tam a little bit and then do some more research on the poisons and go to bed. She's not really a party animal. Right. 
Well, back in uh, the Mwangi, uh, uh, what was Saturday night like there? It was more, you'd have a big campfire, typically. You'd have a hunt during the day, and then you'd, pardon me, you'd have cooked the meat the, from that day's hunt on the fire that night. Big communal thing. If it was special time period, they'd have dances, get out some of the fire water. <laughs> fire water. So it's good times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just seeing under slightly different circumstances. Uh, Meta might just fit right in with these cannibals, except for that cannibalism part, huh? Yeah, not so much on the eating <laughs> sentient species. <laughs> uh, silly. Next. 45. I think we did that one once or twice. We have not. Really? All right. Let's did it. 45 reads, are you able to kill? Oof. For all the characters, I think that's your best question so far. Under what circumstances do you find killing to be acceptable or unacceptable? Able to kill, yes. But you have to exhaust all other avenues first before she will just say, yeah, flat out, let's kill this bitch. <laughs> but um, for the most part, her party takes that question out of her hands, so she doesn't have to worry about it much. <laughs> She but, still tries to get her two cents of when it was two cents in with stabilized though, right? Yeah, but yeah, if there's no other choice and it becomes it's a us or them scenario, mm-hmm. and us living is a better outcome for the existence of the universe than them living, mm-hmm. then yes. So short answer, last resort. Yes. Gotcha. Now, if it comes down to it'd be better for them to live and us to die, she w- is willing to lay down her life. Oof. That'd have to be some crazy circumstances, I would think. Very. I'm trying to imagine what those would be. Hmm. We'll have to wait and see. I suppose. Maybe it w- maybe it'll happen in play. Next. 63? Did we do that one? We have not. All right. It reads, do you trust anyone to protect you? Who and why? Ooh, I know this one. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I think that one's pretty obvious. Uh, she would trust... Uh, oh, what's that one's name? Um, Jar- Tam. That's it. <laughs> she would trust Tam to protect her, uh, partially because she, this whole adventure pass started with uh, Tam protecting Meta by giving her a heads up that, hey, you pissed off the wrong people. They're coming to kill you. <laughs> but even ongoing, when they're fighting and stuff, Tam is right up there in the front doing everything that Tam can to keep the enemies away from Meta. So I would say, yeah, definitely Tam. Definitely. Did we do 69? Do you care what others think of you? Yes and no. Okay. Give me an example. Um, she is concerned about what the tribe thinks of her leaving and not coming back. Sure. I mean, she kind of bailed on her duties at that point. Um, she cares what Tam thinks. Some of the others, not so much. Uh, it's like she doesn't give two shits about Pescock's thoughts. No, I imagine not. No respect there. Just yeah. depends on the person. Uh, for the most part, she knows who she is. She, or at least she thinks she does. <laughs> and she's trying to find her way in the world. And uh, she understands that there are disagreements on what should live and what should die. Mm-hmm. And that's her companion's problem, not hers. Right. They, they may be wrong, but that's their soul to deal with. <laughs> Interesting. Did we do 20? All right. While growing up, 
Did you have any role models? If so, who, who, what, where, when, how, why? Well, we kind of touched on that earlier. Mom, dad, brother. Yeah. Yep. More mom for the shaman aspect. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Closely tutelaged by mom, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, stopping keeping track of these. Uh, 54. Who's the most important person in your life and why? Well, the, the word is being there. At this point, I would say Tam is the most important person in her life. The only person that she's really known for the last several years. It's Tam. It's always Tam. <laughs> hey, we can't all be as good as Tam. I know, I know. We could try. <laughs> hmm. But, I mean, Tam's the one that she's got the biggest connection with. They've known each other longer than the rest of them. Right, you guys met in the Mediagolta? Yep, uh, researching the same type of thing. Uh-huh. And then we left on the same ship together. Uh-huh. So, I mean... And you both bugged out at the same time, yeah. For it, different reasons, I think. Am I correct? Yep. Right. Okay. We almost know everything there is to know about Meta, I think. 61. Did we do that one? We didn't, but it's kind of already been answered. Yeah, no. Let's keep going. Has Meta started her own family <laughs> yet? 65. Yep. Who is the uh, person you despise the most and why? Would it be Pezcock? <laughs> Uh, the person, singular person. Correct. Oh, the answer is always Tam. (laughs) 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 Thanks, Jason. (laughs) I guess currently, person-wise, would have to go with Pescock because Red Mantis is a group. So I say, yeah, Pescock right now as far as in-game people. Right. Even, yeah, no one in the party, even the drunkard and stuff like that is really caused her more issues than Pescock as far as beliefs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, but, you know, at this point in the game, uh, you guys have... Uh, oh, uh, she's not happy about that fucking cook that conked her on the head when she did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I was going to bring up Clorac the Red, but uh, okay. Yeah, we can go with that. <laughs> you talking about the cannibal guy? Uh-huh. Yeah, he kind of killed over, though. Well, eventually, yeah, <laughs> eventually. He was a tough bastard, though. I gotta say. Next. Try it one more time. Did we do ten? We did not. <gasps> Something new? Oh, this is an interesting one, yeah. Is Meta right-handed or left-handed? Inquiring minds want to know. Meta is left-handed. A southpaw, you say? Interesting. I have to remember that. Did we do 92? What are your reasons for being an adventurer? We're doing the strange and heroic things that RPG characters do. We'll take that question first, then we'll expound, huh? Uh, well, she was on a ship, and it wrecked. <laughs> yeah. So Case closed there. <laughs> she wound up here, doing what had to be done. So, motivation, survival? <laughs> yeah, that'd be a big one. All right. And uh, are your real reasons for doing this different than other, excuse me, different than the ones that you tell people in public? Uh, no, that's pretty self-evident. Pretty much. I mean, that she was on a ship. It, it crashed. Wrecked, and here she is. <laughs> now, I imagine there's probably more to the adventure once we get off the island, at which point she'll have to... Nah, let's just... 
Reassess. Yeah, that's the whole goal. Get off the freaking island. <laughs> Reassess her uh, position at that point, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Without all your, you know, cargo. <laughs> So for those that can't hear him, Jason is saying that the next book is, yeah, we get off this island. We crash again on a new island. And then we found a teleportation gate to another island. And it's just a chain of islands. Eventually, level 20, we come back to this one. (laughs) (laughs) Dimensional anchors, so you can't teleport out. Yeah, yeah. Sounds about right. 71? We did not do that one. Okay. What's your most treasured possession? Oh, and remember, the answer is always Tam. <laughs> I don't think Meta possesses Tam. <laughs> no, probably not. Not yet, anyway, huh? Uh, yeah, that's a later spell. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'd say at this point, her most treasured possession is her physician spectacles. Ah, yes. Being able to automatically see poison and disease and have the ability to treat poisons um, immediately. And then have some extra time to figure out how to actually cure it would be a good thing for her. You must have the most generous GM ever. Well, he's okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Did we do 41? No. What is your greatest fear? Well, GM, what do you think Meta's greatest fear is? Damn. I would say Tam's involved in it, but I don't <laughs> think that that's it specifically. <laughs> no, yeah, the uh, the biggest fear, my guess, way to flip the table on me, man. See how you are? Her whole party becomes poisoned, and she's unable to stop it. Not too far off. Ooh. Watching her friends, family, uh, be tortured and or killed in front of her when she's unable to do anything to help. Yeah, that's pretty close. Oh, I think we did that one. 77? We did. That's, uh, how are my typical Saturday nights? Oh, yeah. Long walks on the beach with Jarwin. Well, let's just do 78 since we're here. What makes you laugh? Tim? Long walks on the beach with <laughs> Jarwin. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of the one-liners that are spouted during the podcast. <laughs> Same uh, here. <laughs> I don't know anything specific on that. The frog constantly falling out of trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine that'd make a girl laugh. Let's do 55. Who is the person you respect the most, and why? Uh, had to be your father. Interesting. Yeah, Tam, you didn't win that one. <laughs> um, having to leave the tribe um, in such a way, and then losing uh, your heir and keeping it together. Yeah. I'd say that her father's sense of duty and mental strength she very much respects. Well, I imagine father would be rather stoic, even though he's been dealt a crappy hand. He presses on anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine Meta learned from that example in some ways, huh? Granted, <laughs> she was only there for a few hours after that happened, but you know. Yeah, well, you know. He didn't take it very good, I'm betting. <laughs> Interesting. I think we might have done most of them at this point. <laughs> yeah, we didn't do 49. Did we not? All right. We did not. Um, how honest are you about your thoughts and feelings? Oh, yeah, let's do that. I'd say for the most part, um, with the party at least, she's pretty open about how she feels about things. I mean, they kill a 
dragon thing and she loses it and not oh, the happy. chupacabra no. yeah I'd say she's pretty open with the group about how she feels about their actions. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, just gonna pick one. <laughs> um, <laughs> twenty-seven. We already know the answer. <laughs> Are you a virgin? Yes, Meta is. Okay, now it's on record. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted that to be canon, didn't you? Twenty-eight. If you are a supernatural being, werewolf, vampire, tell the story how, how you became. Well, uh, that doesn't really apply to Meta. Well, it says, i.e., mage, werewolf, vampire, so I mean... Yeah. She's a changeling, animist, shaman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For those that don't know, changelings are created by a hag typically bewitching a human male. They spawn a child... The changeling dumps it somewhere because it doesn't want it. And then sometimes later on in its life, the hag comes back and teaches it the ways of witchcraft. Not always. Only if you're lucky. Pretty much. (laughs) As far as the animus shaman, she might have fully believes that it was granted to her by Apsu. Now, is that uh, what her tribe in general worships? No, actually. Interesting. Who does mom like? (laughs) <laughs> Tam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the tribe worships this deity called Tam. <laughs> I honestly... Or not Jarwin. I didn't assign a, a deity to the tribe, but we'll say they worship uh, the great old... Uh, what is it? The green... Um, Cthulhu? No. <laughs> Cthulhu, no. no. Um, <laughs> the green way. The green way? Well, this is a, an area I'm not familiar with, I guess. I, I don't think that's the right term. Okay. Uh, Jason is being kind enough, I think, to look it up for us. But uh, it's a... Ever quick with the uh, computer right in front of him. (laughs) It would be uh, essentially a minor cult, essentially, in Pathfinder's Galaria. Ah. But uh, typically it's druids and shamans and... Oh, I see. um, All kind of lumped together. They worship the great green uh, universe, uh, the woods and nature and it's all about nature perpetuating nature and civilization not impeding on it kind of stuff nice what is your best memory probably uh when she found cicero in the jungle would be her best memory Mm. it's called the green faith thank you oh yeah going back to the last question the green faith interesting yeah i'll have to look into that myself okay tell us about finding cicero um, was out collecting mushrooms and <laughs> <laughs> shrooms, man. <laughs> collecting mushrooms <laughs> in the jungle, and uh, this flower kind of started following her around. And then it took her a while to figure out that it wasn't just a standard flower floating about that was actually walking very slowly. And when she got distracted by it, some creature jumped out to attack her and. Cicero released pollen to cause it to be more or less fascinated for a moment to allow Meta to escape, and they've been friends ever since. Ooh. Wow. And Cicero is actually who got Meta into worshipping Absu. Absu. Absolutely. No. <laughs> I got one question before we wrap this up. Oh, turn the table on me like Jason did. I see I are. I'll see what I can do. Go ahead. So, now that you've been GMing for a while... A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. How much? Just an off camera. How much do you hate it? Um. How do you feel about it? I mean, are you enjoying GMing for the group? I'll, I try to keep it interesting. I don't know. You know, sometimes my reactions from you guys are a little bit different than what I think they should be, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I think, I, you know, I, I expect bigger reactions from some so little surprises than what I get. But uh, other than that, no, it, it's fine. I'd still much rather play. Um, that has not changed. But no, it's it's fine. Uh, I, I enjoy it. Personally, ho- ho- hopefully, I'm I'm getting a little better as we go. <laughs> Personally, I'm enjoying having someone else run. I'll bet you are. How many games do you currently run right now? Uh, currently, I'm actually running a, a whole whopping zero. Really? Um, due to my work schedule, the AP I was running here in town is put on hold. Play by posts are all on pause too. I I'm still involved in several play by posts, but with work and life the way it is right now i took a step back from gming on them yeah baby changes things again right uh, yeah and it's not even here yet I'm not even here yet but uh jason's running one of the ones i'm playing in which there have been a few couple times where i've gone like a week without posting yeah but uh slowing down the game <laughs> no biggie i'm currently in six games online and that's it right now um, I used to be running six and in six, so I'm just a player at the moment, sitting back and whatever the GM rules, I just go with and have fun. It's kind of fun, isn't it? <laughs> it it has its moments. Yeah, I think just a little bit ago, Jason said, "Hey, we got to wrap this up." So, with all that, I want to say I've had fun learning more about Meta myself. Hopefully, you have too. And uh, stay tuned. We'll do this again. With a different character. See ya. Shield Bash is made in association with the Knights of the Octagon and Farmageddon Gaming Convention. Find us online at farmageddon137.com, on Facebook at Shield Bash, on Twitter at Bash Shield, and on YouTube at Shield Bash. Music by Lee Rosevere. Serpent Skull and Pathfinder are the property of Paizo Publishing Incorporated. Leave a comment on iTunes for a chance to hear us read it out on the podcast. Questions and comments can be sent to shieldbashpodcast at gmail.com.